We are live, people. Welcome to the Unpopular Review WWE Crown Jewel. Not Crown Royal, although some thought you would have to drink to watch this pay-per-view. I would disagree today. I am your host, the best in the world, the head of the table, Mike Knox, baby! Yes, yes, yes! And I am joined by, you see right above me, you know what I mean? Got the big E thing going on. Just representing all the old represent. Should introduce her first, technically. So I'm taking you off the being administrator. She, I have to do ladies first. The wrestling doll is in the building. Oh, ladies first. Ladies first. How you doing, wrestling doll? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited on a Thursday afternoon, which is pretty shocking. How about you? I was surprised myself, but I haven't gotten the day off for something else, but this happened to fall on my lap, so it was perfect. All right, touche. And as always, you see him right there, the administrator himself, just looking at all that blue around him. Smile, baby boy, smile. How you doing this, this Thursday afternoon? I'm doing good. I'm repping the SmackDown Blue, as always, representing one half of Team 12 Eyes. I feel like that's our new team name. <laughs> We're one-third Team one 12 third. Eyes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. High five. High five for correcting, partner. High five. <laughs> but uh, we're going to have a good time. It's a good Thursday. I'm really excited to talk about this pay-per-view. It was a really good one. You know what? It, it, not only was it a really good pay-per-view, the atmosphere, I'm going to say it, it was better than SummerSlam. I it think so better, personally. It, it was better than SummerSlam. That's a high claim. It, it's, well, it's not that high to go over this past year's SummerSlam. For what it's worth, it's just the ending with the Balor situation rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Just yes. the, the Becky 26 seconds thing. Like, no one was mad Becky won, but the disrespect to Bianca in that 26 seconds, it, to me, it was this is up there with the finger poke of doom. So it wasn't hard to beat SummerSlam. And I think. A lot of people, what, two years ago at this point, got mad about taking the billion dollars to go to Saudi Arabia? It's a business. I mean, I don't care. I, I, I hate Adidas, but if Adidas gave me free shoes, I'm going to say my Adidas like Run DMC did when I was a kid. But overall, I, I do got to say this, Dressing Doll, I thought it was better than SummerSlam. Your thoughts on just the overall how you thought about this pay-per-view? I thought it was personally one of the best pay-per-views I've seen all year. It was about, It was as good as WrestleMania 37 for me. It definitely be it on Extreme Rules this year because Extreme Rules sucked this year. Facts. And SummerSlam was good, but I just feel like this one was better. I think, yeah, you know what, Finn lost. So what? Get over it, everybody. I, I was sad, okay? But if you don't know, okay, what Mike Knox brings is I tell everybody, when you hear these voices, you hear these golden, these pipes, it's the, it's the show for the intelligent wrestling fan. <laughs> Right. Let's just think about it. I know it sucks. I had to I had to break the spoiler note to my kids that King Woods was going to win. But I mean, we knew that. Right. So we can't get mad when we knew Finn was in a bad position. But your, your, your thoughts, Minister, your thoughts on this crown jewel event. Um, I, I think in challenging you that it was better than that. It wasn't better than SummerSlam. I have to agree with you. It, it, it was really better than SummerSlam. Um, I really thoroughly enjoyed the pay-per-view. I think from top to bottom, everybody kind of went in there saying we have to bring it. And anytime that you have every single one of your superstars saying we got to go in there and we got to put out our best work ever, that's when you're going to get the best kind of pay-per-view, best kind of live event possible. So um, I was just surprised that there was no match that I could physically leave my room and actually walk away for. Like from top to bottom, Chris Russelling, great storytelling, even the kickoff match, which we'll talk about in a little bit, was amazing. So I, I like that. I like that. Now, I, I will say this much, and I and I want to take it just a little step further. It, it wasn't hard to be better than 
than SummerSlam, right? But the atmosphere, a lot of things crouch for what it's worth, like it or don't like it, they can make or break a show, right? And until the last match, when they were kind of just throwing all kind of cheers and chants and the crowd was getting confused, the crowd was very into this, into this whole entire evening. I mean, they only come there once a year. They showed up. They showed out. I got to give the guys and the girls in the back, you know, their their, their credit for, for putting on a show tonight. But let's start. Um, so how y'all like to do it? I like to work from the bottom to the top because that's what we hear. All right. And we saw the the end, which gave us the beast incarnate, uh, Brock Lesnar, taking on your tribal chief, people. Sorry if he's not. He should be your tribal chief, okay? He is the man, Roman Reigns. He kept it together. He got him clean, one twenty-three in the ring, which I didn't think was going to happen. I thought they're in Saudi Arabia. Brock wins this match. You know, it's the only match I lost in our predictor. Um, I just I changed it the last moment, but maybe I saw somebody put in there. Brock wins by disqualification. I thought that seemed more intelligent to happen, but never thought Brock would take the one, two, three. But this isn't Roman's first dance beating Brock Lesnar's ass. One, two, three. It was just the first time the fans actually cheered about it. Wrestling doll, your thoughts on that final match? That match kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was, it was crazy. The moves that they were doing, especially Brock, <laughs> when he mocked Roman and did his yeah. thing, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I died. And the whole match had me on the edge of my seat. Roman did a good job. I will admit he did do good. It wasn't his match I to smell, lose right away. Wrestling God, do I smell Roman hate? I, I'm not a big Roman Reigns fan. You know what? I've been cheering for Roman for seven damn years. Excuse me, mama. For and seven I, damn years. I have been cheering for seven months since I've been into this. So let me, let me, okay. So seven, well, I, I have to just sidebar quarter in the meter, right? Because I always throw this out there because my wife, you know, I'm, I'm marrying all that good stuff and, and, and the girls I be around. I thought every girl loved Roman Reigns. I, I'm mistaken here. You're mistaken. I don't like <laughs> Roman Reigns. You don't think he has that? I can acknowledge he's when he has... more than Sammy Cavaro. Like, they call him a Spanish god. Stop it. No, Roman's a Samoan god, no? Roman's the tribal chief head of the table. You can't call him a god. <laughs> I like how she fixed that one. All right, Administrator, your thoughts on the I, final match? I want to touch on the fact that there was just an acknowledgement of the tribal chief and head of the table by the wrestling doll. So I feel like we're, we're getting somewhere in this. Hey, episode. that's what he's called it. That doesn't mean I acknowledge him as I'm me like, being a fan of him. I feel like Mike, you brought out the best. I can give respect to him when he when he does good, but that doesn't mean I like him. What's not good about Roman? The hair, the tattoos, the way he talks trash in the ring. The the I know it was only been seven months for you wrestling dub, but go back and watch those promos from the from the COVID era when he was turning off people's TVs and he was looking I at the camera saying, "I have watched those because I night. watched during the Thunderdome." Yeah, oh, man, we're gonna we're gonna work on you a little bit more. Poking the bear. Go ahead, Administrator. Your thoughts on this last match? Because I thought it was good, and I thought for for what it's worth, the action, fast paced, fifteen minutes. They did what I thought they couldn't do in that time frame. That was entertaining. They still somehow, which is great. This is well, I loved about the whole. Paul Heyman, uh, you know, being in the middle of this, who the hell was he throwing the belt to? We really don't know. We don't because he, he threw the a belt down the middle. He threw it right down the middle. And then he was smart enough to hide behind the camera. Because I kept saying, can we see his face? And he hit behind the camera and they're, and they're, they're out in the, um, outside the ring. So you couldn't see what was really going on. Although he rode into the sunset with Roman Reigns. I still think there's a lot to this storyline. Again, your thoughts, Administrator. Um, I just, I love Roman Reigns. I'm a huge Roman Reigns fan. But when you put up a challenge like Brock Lesnar, and like you said, Mike, 
Brock has gotten it. They beat each other's asses. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's not something so strange that one of them would come out the victor. This is kind of the one match we went into not knowing who the clear, decisive win would be. Like, yes, Roman has been on one of the most historic WWE championship runs of any career mm-hmm. possible. But then Brock Lesnar is WWE's go-to for somebody to put the strap, like, for mm-hmm. the, the, the strap on them. To beat the guy that exactly. no one thinks he can be beating. Right. Exactly. Um, so going into this match, I didn't know what would happen. And like you, I was like, yo, he's going to get DQ. The Usos are going to come in and interfere. A ref's getting, get knocked over. I feel like everything I predicted happening in terms of shenanigans happened. <laughs> but to give Roman the one, two, three over Brock Lesnar, I think uh, the uh, uh, executive consultant said this yesterday. It is putting Roman Reigns over in a way where he's going to steamroll through the competition. Who's next? You know what I mean? And Brock is taking about two months off. So at this point, it's like we know he's coming back for Rumble and there's going to be a rematch at Rumble. So I think that this match really did what needed to do. You had the little nuances of Paul Heyman saying, at least the beginning of the pay-per-view, hey, I'm walking in with the reigning defending universal champion Roman Reigns and I'm going to walk out with the reigning defending universal champion or or the defending universal champion. He kind of alluded to he didn't know who was going to win this match. And you saw how torn he was during the actual match itself. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys kept your eyes on Paul, like, his nuances, his, his facial expressions were just like, he was so quiet during this match. It's like, who do you go for? It's like, do you go for your, your old girlfriend or do you go for your new he girlfriend? He just stood there stoically and just standing there like, Exactly. And, and, I, and I was really watching him a lot more than the match. Exactly. To see what he would do there. But I want to touch on something that you said there. Um, you know, I, I am just a lifetime hater of de- dirt sheets. It just, I think they're, you know, wipe my ass, but I'm like, a, a, like dude wipes. But Brock's gone for two months. Yeah. So the executive consultant said yesterday that Brock is gone for two months um, after this match and he'll be back by Rumble. And that does make sense that Brock would take some time off, even just having come back, obviously. I don't see that this feud is going to continue until Rumble. I think Rumble is bigger, and it's a bigger stage for him. And since they're not having a pay-per-view in December, um, the next possible match they could have is at Summer uh, Survivor Series, um, which they're booking Roman versus Big E at this point. Right, but that's the so that champions, that's exactly. SmackDown versus Raw. But exactly. I, don't, I, I don't know where that came from, executive consultant. I'm going to challenge you like I challenge everybody else. Show me in black and white that Vince or somebody from that company wrote that. I've heard nothing about Brock Lesnar leaving. So until I see that, I don't see that could be, it, it makes, I mean, it's WWE. So we know anything they want to do can make sense. Cause they want to just put the men in black thing in front of themselves, forget something they can make that happen. But it makes no sense for that. In my opinion, to go that long, not wrestle. Don't have them cross paths. I'm okay with that, but not to see him for two months. That, well, <laughs> you need to see in black and white. I don't have the white for you, but I have the black for you. When I say something, you can go ahead and take it to Las Vegas it is definitely give me the shit. <laughs> it is definitely what's going down. Elvis, it's me, Elvis. It's me for the second time. <laughs> me. I said it's gonna happen. Rock is not gonna show up because he's not needed in the big E feud with Roman Reigns. Doesn't make that's sense. Not a feud. That's not a feud. It's gonna that's be a that's feud. They've been studying up this feud for months. They've been studying up this feud for months. And this is Biggie okay. won the money to bake. This was the direction they were going to go down. Okay. I never I knew I knew that. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm deterring from. <laughs> I am an intelligent wrestling fan. What I'm saying is that there's this is Rob Lashley, or I'm sorry, Lashley, who just got, you know, we'll talk about him in a second. But uh Biggie and the tribal chief 
if you want to say that's a storyline, then okay. This is strictly for Survivor Series for them to do something with Raw versus SmackDown. They those two would go no further than what they they would try to build for this, and that's it. That's that's all Biggie and, and, and Roman Reigns has coming. This is all about this is all about 2023. As I said, it should have been in 2021, but COVID happened when it's actually blood versus blood when the real tribal chief, his his cousin Rock, shows up. Until then, Roman that's not the real tribal chief. How dare you? How dare you disrespect <laughs> the head of the table? What is going on? What is going on, Mike? Nice? I purposely sat down to be ahead of the table. Kings have kings. There's multiple coaches. There's multiple heads of the table. This is what you're speaking, ladies and gentlemen. Watching unpopular review. Around the block, so Mike Knox, hosted by the best in the world, in his eyes, Mike Knox, as well as the wrestling doll and the administrator. Please make sure you like, love, and share this to all of your wrestling timelines groups. We know what's going down. Hey, do you all know what's going down? Hello, the wrestling doll. My name is Charmaine. I'm number one fan of UPR. I'm also the first woman to win the first promo battle. Wow. Wow. Guess what? Chris Jokos, the first person ever pinned the rock and soak on the same night. No one cares. I agree with you, the rock. That's what I'm talking about, Zoli Harley. No, he agrees with me, the Rock. What are you talking about? I got challenged by he the agrees best with of the me, world. The real tribal no. chief. No, he said the Rock. That's me. Right, because I, I said the Rock. It will Frankie, be. Thank you. Frankie, thank shout you. out to real wrestling world. Frankie said the tribal chief versus the great listen, one. I'm Honestly, listen, he's saying that. that don't chief. put that nonsense. Don't put that nonsense up here again. I'm Stop the great it. one. I'm Stop the great it. one. Not a great one. Oh, listen to move on in the safe face. We're not gonna listen. Sir, I'm sir. just saying it's all about blood versus blood. Title it how you want to call it, but it's blood versus it's rock versus Roman. That's all that matters. Roman would carry the belt. He's not the real tribal chief. That's all I need you to acknowledge. There, hey, Charmaine, there would be no tribal chief without that's what you don't get. All right. For one half a second, let's take a behind the curtain, let's step out the character, and let's speak logistics. That Roman, <laughs> none of them people would be here without The Rock. That's you say none of the people would be there without Hulk Hogan. The Rock the is the remember, the whole tribal thing, chief thing was is he's the breadwinner. He's the head all be because how they all get paid. Well, technically, it's The Rock because he makes more money than Roman. Administrator, do you believe this nonsense? Do you believe this bullshit? <laughs> I, I'm running on time right now, trying to get through these matches. <laughs> That's what I believe. You're already on time? Do you, you have something better to do? Yes, I do. You have to go see your woman? Are you that whipped? Where's the whip? Hey, hey, it's better to be whipped than never be whipped at all. Leave that man alone. I'm sorry, Leave I can't hear you. Alone. Over the side and somebody kissing some ass to a girl that's not even here. Oh, wow. Oh my, I'm giving this back to Russ. I can't okay. deal with this, Russ. go somewhere. Please pass, pass the baton. That's Thank you. That's my phone. Man. We're going to have words. Hold on. What does this say right there? Mike is speaking facts about The Rock being the tribal chief because I am the best in the world. Bay, bay. Yes, yes. I'm going to have to watch this yes. later. Here, the, the voice hell y'all were of about. the voices. Now, the match. Administrator still ain't got his thoughts out because you want to come in and jump. Administrator, please, the match. Cool. <laughs> Jesus, cool. professional people. It's cool, you know, professional here. <laughs> tie, suit and tie all the time. Um, it was a really great match. I feel like the nuances were there. Um, Paul Heyman himself is amazing. Rome in setting up a I said this yesterday, kind of a storyline within a storyline. We had the storyline of Brock versus Roman, then we had the storyline of who Paul is gonna side with. And obviously, tonight he sided with Roman Reigns. But if that universal title transitions over to Brock Lesnar. Is that going to change allegiances for Paul Heyman? That was a big question 
this match. That's why he was so stoic. That's why he was watching it so closely. Because if Roman loses, who are you pitching your wagon on at that point? Does he even right. the tribal chief with a loss? No. He, he has prided himself over the last couple of months, the last year and change, over being a tribal chief that wins every match, takes every single person out, smash them, stack them, pin them. That's what he does. That's what he said constantly, time and time again. But if he loses, does that take away from his allure? Does that take away from Paul Heyman's allegiance to him? Um, That's the million-dollar question, right? That's why we watch. That's why wrestling is hashtag storyline. That's what we need to see what actually happens there at the end. Let's let's move on to the cold main event, right? And as I had to explain to my daughter, and for those who did not know, right there in Saudi Arabia, you know, women over there don't see, you know, they can't show their body parts of it and perhaps their face, right? So, but with that being aside, I don't want to jump the gun because sometimes I think it's really easy when you come out of a pay-per-view to judge it off of that pay-per-view. And I like that kind of a lot of times like things sink in, but off the pure energy of that triple threat wrestling doll, I'm going to go to you. I love that triple threat match. I thought these girls performed better than I thought that these three could perform because I'm not the biggest fan of Big Time Bex in the ring. I love Big Time Bex everywhere else she does. I just don't like her in-ring ability necessarily. But today, she brought it. She showed them. I thought these girls were phenomenal. Probably the second best match of the night, in my opinion. Wrestling Doll, your thoughts? This is one of my favorite matches of the day of this pay-per-view as well. I like all of them, even though I didn't pick Becky to win in the polls. This still was a good match. They all brought it, especially when they were counter and interfere with each other during their special moves and such. Though that ending was a little shoddy. It was a little cheap, but it did what it needed to do nonetheless. Uh, Administrator, your thoughts on the triple threat women's match? Amazing match. I feel like there were moments within this match where you saw one-on-one matchups that we could have in the future potentially. You saw Becky versus Sasha. You saw Becky versus Bianca. Bianca versus both of them. And just that dynamic of showing that these women are on a whole other level than the other women on the main roster and them showing that they could put on an all-time classic was incredible. Like, I love this match from start to finish. I feel like the right woman won because WWE has a really, really, really bad habit of booking themselves into corners. And that's what they did with the Raw Women's title and the SmackDown Women's title. If there was any time for somebody to drop, it would have been Charlotte on Monday night to Bianca. And it would have been uh, Becky on today to Sasha Banks, who is the SmackDown superstar. Unfortunately, now we're going to have a belt trade or something of that sort, which will be... Uh, really interesting to see how they deal with that because, like, if you guys remember, there was a few months ago um, a title change between the New Day and the Street Profits when they changed brands, um, and that's what they're gearing up to do again. It's a little shoddy, it's a little saddening, but I just really love this match. I love all three of these competitors. I feel like Sasha Banks is on a whole other level than where she used to be. She's mm-hmm. proven that beyond a reasonable doubt. Bianca Belair. Her strength, that one-handed, Yo, that yes. one-handed, that, 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 that was amazing. Like, I was she like, what? Two hands, then dropped one hand. It's like, this is light work. It, and she it knew it. Like, and she knew. She knew she got over with that too. Exactly. I was like, this is nothing. It looked like there was almost strings, like maybe attached to Sasha Banks, but there wasn't. That's just pure strength. So I enjoyed the match. I, I, I have nothing but great things to say about this match. You know what? I know a lot of people are not liking the fact that Charlotte is is Raw champion on SmackDown and vice versa with Big Time Bex. I called it. I loved it. And here's the reason why I'm all for it. Because, again, it's their company. They can do what they want to do. And it makes more sense, 
honestly, because they're going into a pay-per-view about one show versus the other show. So we know those both are going to switch how they do them. That's the, you know, again, the while we watch wrestling to see the storylines play out. But I'm, I'm all in favor of it. Honestly, when I when I because when I realized it, and I'm sorry if you guys haven't been familiar with this, the greatest women's wrestler of all the times, Charlotte Flair. As long as she has a title, nothing else matters. Okay, so I will let that one be that one. Now, the um, I gotta say this much: your thoughts, Administrator, on Goldberg and Bobby Lashley. Again, a match I, I think was predictable because it was Goldberg. Once you knew they had the no holds barred coming and the falls count anywhere coming. But I didn't think Goldberg could perform anymore. I didn't think Goldberg could make me look at someone and just look at him as a stature and go, that's the Goldberg I remember. And I got that today. And I got to give shot to old, old Berg. My kids call him. We all call him that. My daughter calls Bobby Lashley, Baldy Ashley. I mean, props to Props to, to everybody. I just thought these guys put on a hell of a performance for what it was, and I have nothing bad to say about this match. Uh, I, honestly, this is the match I thought. Somebody mentioned earlier, not a bad match of the night. This was one I thought would be a bad match. I put my feet up. I'm ready to, like, maybe take a, take a little short nap, right? You know, I'm, I'm a little old guy. I need my daytime naps. I already missed my general hospital because this pay-per-view was on. So I'm sitting here like, oh, nap time, and then, boom, I, I'm waking up because it was just that damn good, Administrator. Your thoughts? I, I loved it. I think from start to finish, we were expecting like a hard-hitting match just because of the stipulation. And Bobby Lashley started the match with a chain around his fist and punched Dollar Bill in the head about 17 times and sent him to the turnbuckle. And Bill Goldberg was bleeding. Like I was like at that point, I have I, I had flashbacks of Undertaker versus Goldberg, and I was like, oh no, this whole thing's gonna fall apart. It's gonna be a tragedy. And and I was just waiting, but as the match continued, Goldberg took control. And like you said, it was Goldberg of old. It was that dominant force that no one could beat, that we wish had beaten Triple H for a world title. Like, it was I didn't say you wish. I'm a, I'm a Triple H mark. <laughs> I, I mean, not I wish, honestly, had beaten Triple H. But I think, I think seeing Goldberg that dominant, and the reason why he was that dominant was because of his son. I think there's no better reason to be that dominant than when protecting your children. And, and I think that that... Those little nuances was really great. Um, I honestly loved it. I, I loved every second of the match. I loved the finish. Like, the Hurt Business coming out, that mm -hmm. little thing. Because they Which lost I early called. Night. I they, called. They, they, they lost early in the night. They came out. They walked out with kendo sticks. And they thought they was about to do something and get laid out. And Bobby Lashley gets speared off of the entrance ramp through a table. <laughs> it, it was – I. I think I marked out so much. Like, I started yelling the whole thing. <laughs> I have this really bad habit of losing my voice, and I'm so glad it did not happen today. That's what it's but all about. <laughs> this this match was amazing. And just, you got to give credit where credit is due. Bobby Lashley literally was the perfect dance partner mm -hmm. for Bill Goldberg. Like, nobody else, I believe, could have gotten this kind of match out of Bill Goldberg. And it was the perfect circumstances, the perfect storm, so to speak. And I loved it. I, I really loved it. So, it's pretty cool. You, you know what? Before I bet, uh, wrestling dog take over, I, I got to say with you there, though, um, just to match and just looking at Brock, I hated, I mean, uh, Oldberg. I hated the buildup. 
I didn't like that Bobby Lashley came out and challenged it for no horse bars, no horse bar match because Hills aren't supposed to do that. So I didn't like that. And I didn't like Bobby. I mean, see, I'm all messed up in my head. I didn't like Bill Goldberg saying, you know, I'm, you're dead. I just thought, you know, faces don't do that either, despite, you know, with the sun, because I just wasn't offended that wrestling dog, but it, it proved me wrong. Your thoughts on this match? That this match kept like almost, I think every match kept me on the edge of my feet. Like I said, this pay per view was amazing and I, like I said, Goldberg was going to win, Lashley was going to lose. I didn't think that it was going to be a falls count anywhere match. So I didn't mm -hmm. expect for him to win by throwing Lashley like 15 feet off of the ramp into a table, right. which was still epic nonetheless. But I did call the Hurt Business coming out to interfere like a few weeks ago when we were talking about this. But this was good nonetheless. I was just waiting for somebody to come and help out Goldberg, but he didn't need the help. So this was still good all nonetheless. Shout out to the air conditioner cooling off the apartment as we heard it kick in. Love it. I love what air conditioners come on. <laughs> but, it came on over on this end for yeah, me right yeah, now, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about chores. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant uh, yours, but okay. Oh, I wish. That's why I got the fan button right here. Turn it on, turn it off. <laughs> it doesn't work sometimes. But again, this match, I, I thought it, I thought it, I thought it was a really good job. Now, um, before this, and I'm I'm crossing past a little bit here, we did have, and I know. Um, I am not the biggest fan of, of rated RK, bro. I love them, but I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? It's like one of them teams is, okay, come on, come on, come on. And it just keeps getting funnier and funnier and, and enjoyable and more enjoyable. And I thought, you know, how could these guys entertain? We've seen them on Raw several times. But in this tag team match, rated RK, bro, I mean, Riddle coming out on a camel, come on. I mean, went back to that. something somebody who, what he would do, Okay, I thought was great. Randy looking at him like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, Randy is probably doing some of his best all-time work, in my opinion, the last two years in his company. And I think it's going without notice from wrestling fans because it's what he did with Edge was phenomenal. What he's doing now with, with Riddle is phenomenal. I just Randy Orton's on top of his game right now. And shout out to the fan base of Saudi Arabia and the pop that AJ Styles got. That was insane. Like it was phenomenal. That it was, it was <laughs> to take a punt. It was phenomenal. Go ahead, wrestling dog. Your thoughts on that match? Well, I like. Well, I like three out of four of them. I'm not a big Omos fan, but this match was still really, really good. I mean, go RK bro grew on me. I wasn't into them at first. I kind of felt like Riddle was just ridiculous and annoying, but <laughs> he grew on me. The team grew on me. It was still a good match. Kept me on the edge of my seat. It was one of those that I called to win. And it's something that I'll enjoy, but I just hope it's the end of this storyline because I want them to really go against somebody else because it's it's good, but it's getting old. Yeah. Like it's, it's about time. Well, I hope this is what I hope. Y'all remember a couple years ago? I know you see just not been watching that long wrestling doll, but a couple years ago, they when they did Survivor Series, Raw versus SmackDown, they would have that would be the show, right? That's the storyline. So I hope they do that. So you like you just said, forget them for a while. And, and, you know, start forming these teams. Start start some cross show hopping, right? Like, we don't, I don't think NC 2.0 is going to get in this one. There's not enough bigger enough stars like they did when they had, you know, um, the not the elite shoot. We know the group. Uh, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, me and all oh, them guys. The you know Undisputed I mean? Era. The Undisputed Era. So um, I don't see that happening. But start that start that program. But I, I did. I thought it was very entertaining, including Omos. I'm not the biggest fan of his either. And like you, I was not the biggest Matt Riddle fan whatsoever it was personal comment that he had made about goldberg and other guys you know before him that i have a as an older guy i, I want people to respect the generation before them but as a performer 
as a you know as a talent, Matt Riddle is one of the guys right there that I, I think is really keeping Raw afloat. Uh, so this this uh, draft couldn't come at a per- at a perfect time. A minister, your thoughts on the tag team match? Um, this match, I think we all went into it knowing RK Bro was going to win. There was mm. no way they were dropping those straps. Um, and I think that generally, like you said, you're waiting for the other foot to drop with RK Bro. You're waiting for somebody to turn on somebody within this tag team. And normally it would be Randy Orton. I hope that it's Matt Riddle who turns on Randy. That would be such a change in character for Matt right. Riddle and also take Randy in a different direction where we could continue cheering I also hope the same thing. Because Randy deserves to be cheered. Because like you said, past two years, best work that Randy has been doing. Whether it is feuding with Edge, Drew McIntyre feud for the WWE Championship. He's literally getting with RK Bro. Like all the mm-hmm. things he's done with Styles and Omos. You know, like to kind of put Omos over. That's what all these guys are doing. Yeah, that's exactly what they're there for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so building a star pretty much with AJ Styles and, and with Riddle, um, I feel like he's so great in the ring that he could be placed anywhere on your card with lower card upper card mid card whatever and he's going to do an amazing job you know what i mean so shout out to rk bro for their win i feel like it was expected take these two teams away from each other far away from each other like pull them all the way apart and put one team let aj styles be for the world title Put him against Biggie. You know what I mean? Put him against somebody else. You know what he I mean? He ain't going for a title no time soon. They, they, I mean, they don't I, like Colossus that much. He, he Old Moth didn't have his own shirt yet. It's, he's sharing it with AJ's new shirt. Look, I, <laughs> so, that's because AJ's the relevant one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and talk about this. I, I, I've let the, the sizzle of the burger last long enough. It's time to flip it over. Let's talk about the king of the ring Woo! and the queen tournament. Now, my picks didn't win. As far as the females bracket is concerned, we talked about this on Monday on Around the Blocks of Mike Knox. I did Shayna Baszler to me should have won. If Shayna Baszler was not going to win, in my opinion, it should have been Carmella because the company typically does things like that of that elk. Now they still went the Carmella way, which was Selena Vega winning. Selena, here's my issue, and I love Selena. I'm a fan of Selena all the way, but the how they built her coming back, this was makes no sense. Other than what we talk about. Did, was there a couple of hands rub, a backstage deal that let Malachi Black get out of his 90, you know, comp- competition calls early to go play for AEW? And I think this was her reward and their reward. Remember, she left the Twitch thing or the house she left and came back. All these were deals. And that's and, and that's what that leads me to her winning this. I just don't see storyline wise has nothing to do with her winning it. She looks phenomenal wearing the role, wearing the crown. It's all belongs to her. But storyline wise, I do not like how they put her over on this. But it makes sense now when Deerdrop, uh, Dewdrop did beat uh, Shayna Baszler because, you know, Shayna also can't afford to take a loss. But I, I, I don't know. I don't get this whole thing. I'm happy with Selena winning, but I just don't like where they went and how they got to this conclusion. What's going on, everybody? Uh, Wrestling Doll, your takes. Well, this match was, it was good. It wasn't the best. wasn't the worst. It was Only okay. Only female of color. It's the first tournament they ever had. What are you talking about, Elvis? <laughs> That was talk nonsense. Anyways, <laughs> it was good. I didn't pick Zelina to win only because I, when I was talking about this on Monday Night Raw with uh, the technician while he was still there and bad guy champ, and he was like, oh, a dude drop runs, then she can be like one of those like Nikki ASH kind of like for the children. Mm-hmm. If I can win, you can achieve your dreams too. So that's kind of why I went with her. But Zelina winning, good for her. Am I happy? Not 100%, but it's still good for her. But I don't know. I feel like they're kind of 
Maybe might be taking the easy way out with having her win. I mean, this is the same person, like, from SmackDown, like, with everybody on SmackDown, literally just got put in for money in the bank, didn't earn their way into it. So it was like, what's going on behind the scenes? Did Sonya say something to the backstage? People will be like, oh, have her win. That's how it felt to me as well. Administrator, your thoughts on uh, Queen Selena? All right, so this I'm going to kind of couple this one because this is my last kind of thoughts because I have to run. But uh, in terms of King and Queen of the Ring, um, I think, like, my pick's lost. I just want to state that first. <laughs> my, my, two, my picks were Balor and Shayna Baszler. And for obvious reasons, obviously, um, if you've been paying a lot of attention to Shayna Baszler, she's the queen of spades. Yeah, that I thought so. I thought it meant perfect. Been taken away from her yeah. for this tournament. Finn Balor, the Demon King. The demon uh, king. Nah, nah, the nah. He's not the demon king unless he's the demon. He's they, Prince the he's Prince Balor. And that's what they call him. Balor. Yeah, they've called him Prince for the longest. They only call him the, Demon the, King when the demon's involved. That, that's what I'm saying. But like at the same time, they 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 downgraded the demon to like the demon king to the demon. So that's what I what I was going on. You know what I mean? But uh, ultimately, I think Zelina Vega winning, she could do more with it than Dewdrop can at this moment. Um, Xavier Woods winning the King of the Ring tournament, um, just to kind of piggyback off of that, um, I think you pulled, like, a Shawn Michaels-esque storyline where it's like the boyhood dream has been realized. Obviously, every single member of the New Day are now kind of, I would say, main event tier at this point. This has kind of brought Xavier up to that level where we could see him potentially becoming a world champion at some point. Mm. So I think this really is going to do him really great. And I I enjoyed both of these tournaments. I feel like the way they went down. Um, the only I, I will say about the women's tournament, like Mike, you're completely right. Like I don't understand Zelina Vega's booking up until now, but you got to pay her dividends. She came back to the company. She's doing her thing. She's doing her job. And a lot of people are complaining about her booking. If she's getting paid and she's having a great time and she's respected within the company, and they're just giving her this honor because. What, they're being the first of anything in WWE is an honor. Is an honor. So, uh, congratulations to her. Congratulations to Xavier Woods, who, you know, is king of the ring now. So, um, I just want to see where the people who lost go from here. Like Finn Balor, Shayna Baszler. Like, what are we going to do with the people that did not win, the runners up, so to speak? Well, we know what Shayna's going to do. She's going to be Sonya's hitman every time Naomi wants to get in the ring. Which was uh, which was horrible. And Finn will probably win the U.S. title against that worthless U.S. champion on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Damian Priest. Damian Priest. I'd like to see that match, though. So, but with that, guys, let's take a break. We'll be right back here on the Unpopular Review Show. Damian Priest, yeah, he's on another level. I like Damian Priest. He's a, hey. He's level. I thought on that one. Play. Damian Priest is an amazing champion. Um, I think that even last night proved that. I mean, if you had him beat two uh, pretty much surefire Hall of Famers and former champions, I think that that's a great sign that you're pushing them. So. Well, I love me some Damian Priest. I've loved him since I first got into it, especially from Wrestle the WrestleMania 37 this year. And I love watching him in the ring. He's one of my favorites as well. I want him to wrestle somebody else. I'm over him and Sheamus. Sheamus is a bad on board. I, 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 I agree. I think you're gonna face um um Keith Bearcat Lee next. I think I could see a potential fuse coming. You think Bearcat Lee? I wouldn't do this with somebody else, man. He takes the mic from Cody. Arn Anderson goes on to a two-minute promo that at first he's trying to say Malachi Black because he will fuck you up. He fucked me up. He fucked my son up. He fucked this guy Lee Johnson up. And Lee Johnson's there like, oh, yeah, he fucked me up. And then turns into 
<laughs> Arn Anderson's best attempt at, I guess, being Brian Pillman. Like, he tells a story about how Cody Rhodes, if he were ever to be carjacked at a red light, that Cody would be like, okay, sir, take my car. But Arn Anderson instead would pull out a Glock and then he does this motion and says that he'd blow his brains out, which Cody obviously rolled his eyes at because he doesn't believe old man Arn Anderson. And really, why would you believe old man Arn Anderson? The guy couldn't stay on the fucking ring apron last week. Who is he fucking shooting with a gun? Hit Row got called up from NXT to the main roster. Hit Row has not been a thing for very long. They just started. They were feuding with Legato Del Fantasma. I feel like they all need a little bit more seasoning. I feel like even if you brought just one person up, I just I wouldn't pick Swerve out of all of them. Swerve, Swerve is ready. Swerve is ready to be a champion. He's ready to be NXT champion. He's ready to be, you know, IC champion. He's just ready. Um, But did you call up all of them? I, I. I don't, I don't know. Tell me how you feel about this. I'm not sure how I feel about I'm it. I'm not big on Hit Row. I mean, Swerve is the only one that I would have picked to gone up to either SmackDown or Raw because he's actually ready. I feel like the rest of them needed more time, especially BFAP. She needs a lot more time. Right. She's only right. been in that ring one. What? One? Two times? As, as my brother Anthony says all the time, you ride. <laughs> Mega. I think he's one of the best wrestlers can, in the can, world. Can, can, you, can, like can you put some face. respect on Kenny? Now? I, I, I've never, I never said that Kenny couldn't wrestle. I don't like Kenny's mic skills. I think they're terrible to me. I think he tries too hard. I think he's some people got it and some people don't got it on the mic, and I don't think Kenny has it. That's just me. And yes, him with Don Callis is better than what I've gotten before. He, and it's not that I hear him, I see him on the social media. That's who he kind of really is in a sense how he acts. I just think it's a little – I'm not. I'm not sure how you even how you even put. You know, uh, he's like a passive aggressive aggressive person. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean. Which I know it doesn't, but <laughs> he 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 just he just doesn't come off to me. To, I don't think he knows who he is in a sense, and that's how it comes off to me as he's not sure of himself. And be plugging all these shows. So, um, hey, Cap, you want to take turns with these? If we uh, plug shows, yes. okay, she's the best actor. <laughs> okay. I love all those commercials. Yes. Well, welcome back to the Unpop Review uh, Crown Jewel Results Show. Now, I want to go a little bit more into we haven't got a chance to speak about the King of the Ring tournament in itself. And I thought, for for what it's worth, the male side was an okay bracket, right? And so I, I thought either one could have won. I'm a Prince DeVitt guy from day one. I had like a handful of guys that I followed in the indie circuits before they made it to the main roster. He's one of them. Him, Moxley, American Dragon, Daniel Bryant, CM Punk, up to name a few. Those are like the only ones I've ever loved from the indie circuit up to the big show. And so, um, but I also watch what they've done with Finn Balor since he's come up to the main roster. And that's feed him to the Tribal Chief, which was dis- dis- just disrespectful, right? And then who, Finn or the Tribal Chief? To, to both, to be honest, like it's a it's a horrible one off is what it was with Roman, and then it was just it was just bad all around for Finn because it, it it does nothing for him, right? And I think when you have a, a talent like Finn Balor who can wrestle, who can go, Finn's only problem is he's a little skinny, right? But they they know that they still bring him up. They they got to put him in positions 
to be successful. Him going against Roman, you know, stylistically doesn't match. You know, just watching him on, like watching Dewdrop with Selena Vega in the ring. It just, it was hard to believe Selena Vega could beat her. It's when somebody made well, a, Alexa oh, did beat Nia Jax before. Yeah, so and that also rubbed a lot of people wrong, right? Like, how does Alexa beat Nia Jax? And that's where I always eager wrestling fans to remember it's wrestling. Exactly. It's entertainment. It's Anything goes. Anything go. You can get on board with Ray Mysterio winning big matches, but you can't get on board with some of these things winning matches. So I let that go. But I absolutely did love the fact that Xavier won. A, not just because he called for it, but again, thinking being an intelligent wrestling fan, the New Day has done everything for the WWE. He's not going to be a world champion. <laughs> He's just not going to be. Ouch. Right? Yeah, I'm just being honest. It's not. It's, it's wrong company, wrong time, wrong size. Kofi got it because... Culture, maybe, and injuries, maybe. But that wasn't Kofi's spot in the beginning. But it came out on top. He won it. And then they disrespected his run at the end by having to lose to Brock in six seconds. Okay? And then they forced feed, you know, uh, Big E this title. I just So take his king of the ring. Let him be king. He's already cocky. Don't turn his camera off. Don't do this. This is going to be amazing. Because if anybody is entertaining, already being entertaining, it's the new day. And now, you, now you're going to call him king? Just all kind of shenanigans, all kind of things can happen. It's actually a better storyline that King Woods, I love that name, King Woods wins and not Prince David, Prince Valor. Uh, your, your take on that one, Wrestling Doll. Well, I do love the New Day. And like I've said before, Xavier is my favorite of the New Day. And like you said, it makes sense and it works better for him. Since the whole boyhood storyline thing, like they've been saying, like he wanted to do this because of King, and the, King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. It also makes more sense because all his wins that he's had before this were tag team wins shared with someone else from the New Day. He hadn't had any solo wins. Kofi had Kofi Medium when he won. Big E has the heavyweight championship now. So now it's Co- now it's Xavier's turn to have something for himself. And who knows what will happen. He might get cocky and turn on the New Day. I don't think so, but <laughs> who knows what could happen. Anything can go with this. They can make him a total asshole. I mean, when they have these people win, they... A lot of the times they turn into complete assholes, which is ridiculous, but they get cocky nonetheless. So they might do that with him, but who knows how else they'll have it go. And another but it was thing, still good. commentary normally doesn't progress stories. They were very on top of their game today as well. When they mentioned that, I believe, yes, that Xavier hasn't gone, but they mentioned more like he hasn't gone to distance in a solo match, right? And so how the advantage would be defended if it goes longer. And talk about the match in itself. It was a little short for my taking. But it was really, really good. A and dream match for me. There you go. And it, the 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 match in itself, watching it from a wrestling technician guy, like I, I love guys like Randy Orton. I love guys like Bret Hart. I love guys like, you know, I go back in the day, Ronnie Garvin, uh, Barry Windham, beautiful Bobby Eaton, may he rest in peace. Technicians of the ring. This ring work between these two guys was flawless at how they were moving in the ring and setting each other's up for the next bump. I thought it was it was really, really, really good from that standpoint. But all hell, King Woods, if you ask me. And, and, and there it is. I bow down to no man, but I will buy him a steak dinner. So- <laughs> I bow down to this king. So <laughs> Elvis king. can zip it. So is this your king? This your king? This is your king. So um, the opening match, right, would have gave us the hell in the cell match. Which was and- surprising. Which not only was it surprising to open the show, it was a great way to open the show, Wrestling Dog. It was, but I was so surprised. 
who wasn't? But the surprising part that was not surprising, shall I say, was Edge this winning. match. Was this <laughs> match. Now, I thought Edge would win, right? Because I did too. How they build things in wrestling, last time, end of seven years. Ed, you know what I mean? Edge just got his ass whooped last couple of times, right? So it was just one of the things Edge had to get his comeuppance, right? But, wow, this match was better than the whole Hell in a Cell pay-per-view itself, in my opinion. <laughs> it, it flat out was. Um no blood if you don't count the blood on the back, right? WWE doesn't do that, which I thought, you know, with Goldberg and Le- and, 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 and Bobby Lashley with, the, the, with the, the chain, a little blood on the back of the head there. I thought that was pretty good a little bit. But overall, I thought this was the match of the night. The bumps that was taken by Edge, the bumps that were taken by Seth, the, the match in itself, the psychology, the violence, the storyline progressing and moving on how hurt they both looked. I thought this match was phenomenal. Match of the night for me. Your take, Wrestling Dog. This match was absolutely amazing. Had the edge of, on the edge of my seat. No. Oh, I'm going to acknowledge O's for a second. No, because he renounced <laughs> that title for the King of the Ring, King of the Ring Tournament. Anyways, that match was amazing. Everything they did to each other was crazy, especially with the chairs, with the table, with the freaking ladder. It's like, and the chain. I was like, what else were they going to bring out? I was waiting for the trash can to come out. I was like, where's the trash can? I wanted a concerto. And then he did the curb stomp. And my kids who are wrestling fans and video game fans, that's Move Thief. He did a Move Thief. (laughs) That's what they were screaming. And Seth Rollins hasn't done that to Edge. Exactly. Exactly. To Monday, so. Um, I mean, you ask the executive consultant, he will tell you for 15 minutes that Edge flat out cheated. And everything that Seth did, even though he did the same thing, wasn't cheating, which he'll need to get over. That well, in Hell in a Cell, there is no rules. Exactly! So there's no cheating in Hell in a Cell. That's not even an argument. Exactly. Sometimes we executive consultants like to argue to hear himself speak. Tell him just download a couple more of his episodes of TV and he can hear himself in his headphones all the time. Go to sleep. Listen to himself. I mean, I told him the whole time he was wearing rose-colored glasses because he only <laughs> saw what he wanted to see. He saw Seth Rollins doing what he needed to do, and he saw Edge uh, cheating. That's what I did want to see Elvis, too. I, I want to see the sledgehammer come out. I mean, he does everything else Triple H taught him. Why not bring out the sledgehammer? I mean, what next? A pizza cutter across the head? Oh, uh, well, at least they ain't got fake exploding bombs. <laughs> just to put that out in perspective. But I, I thought this match was just overall really, really good. It, it stood the test of time. It gave us the storyline, the intro. This is what actually kept kicked kept, kept the night off, if you will, so to speak. The intros, the, the pageantry of these two just being excited to be there. You can see it. New gear. I mean, with the it's, intro, when Edge's music came out, Seth looked spooked. He, he got did. scared for a flat second. He definitely he was like trying like to play it off like I wasn't scared. <laughs> and it's in his pirate outfit that he's been wearing in, in the ring lately. These pirate outfit. He looked like a freaking mob man from the 70s. <laughs> from the 70s yes especially when he wears like the leather jackets with the fur collar and, and oh i love cuffs. those look they call him the the, the 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 king of drip or whatever the heck they call the that drip name. god which, the drip god but i don't um, see but whatever those suits are phenomenal <laughs> those suits, i mean i wouldn't wear one steve harvey I wouldn't, might no i steve harvey wouldn't do that that's too much for his taste he That's wouldn't wear that Cruella DeVille, Harley Quinn looking suit that he wore on SmackDown last time. Biggie, Drew McIntyre. Sneaky, good damn match. Sneaky, good match. Love the respect. We don't get a lot of respect in, in the matches that we respect, right? Sometimes we're like, oh, they forced a handshake, 
right? We know they did that in this situation as well. Mm-hmm. But the match was really good. And yes. I got to say this. And man, 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 I've been thinking this for the last couple of weeks or last couple of months watching Drew McIntyre up close, you know, wrestling-wise. And that release, German, that he does, is probably one of the best in the business. The way that if you watch the replays, the way his back is arched, and you watch how Brock does, you watch how Big E himself does it. It's it's not it's not like how Drew tossed him and he where he arches himself. Again, the science of wrestling to me is beautiful. And I thought this match was beautiful, underrated, good match. Right guy won. We all knew that was gonna happen, but what a way to send it off. Again, guys, you understand some things. This pay-per-view necessarily wasn't for us in the States, although we watched it here in the States. This is who they wanted to see, who they like over there, what's going on in Saudi Arabia. And we were invited to that show and had a good show, in my opinion, Russell Dahl. Your thoughts on this match? It, and this match, like every match tonight, was really good. There was no bad match. The only okay match was the Queen of the Ring tournament, the Queen's Crown tournament. But like every other match, this one was absolutely amazing. It's, mm-hmm. It kept me on the edge, like every single one, no pun intended. But it was great nonetheless. And it's one that I think could go down as a really, really good match in the history books, potentially. I, I, I'm with you on that one. And, and DC, when you say no contest finish, they had a finish. He pinned him. Yeah, he pinned him. He pinned him. I'm lost in that one. Uh, Elvis, I do see Edge That'd be and interesting. but just not right away. Mm-mm. Again, for the next for the next four weeks, it's going to be Raw versus SmackDown. There's not going to be – I don't think there's going to be much of any other storyline moving, progressing towards that until after the Survivor Series happens. Um, with that with that being said, we will, real fast, out of respect for um, – uh, what's his name? Ali and, and Mansoor. Talk about was, their match. That, yeah, <laughs> that was big for their country. But I didn't understand the guy that came out, right? A – we 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 in America, other than Mark Henry, no one counts bronze and silver medal winners. They got my silver medal winner in karate for Saudi. It was Arabia. something. It we was had something. a red belt. I googled it. That's not even a spectrum of top belts. Well, I don't know. Maybe he had that on to go with what he was wearing and that, I that and that too. head covering. I I, de- I thought, eh, you know, it matches. You know, I mean, I just thought it was somebody from the locker room that was coming out dressed like that. Honestly, not gonna lie, for a second, I thought it was, I thought it was program. I, I thought, thought it was, was the Ernest new the guy Miller. from the Olympics. I thought it was Ernest the Cat Miller. I was like, yes, it's the cat. It makes no sense, but it was a karate person. So I just thought, only karate person I thought about, they're not gonna get Ken Shamrock back here. You know what I mean? He got too many concussions, right? So it, I, I thought it was a dumb thing anyway that I thought about. I was like, is that Ernest the Cat? And clearly it wasn't. It was this guy who wouldn't even know his name. Right, so I don't remember his name either. So, how great was he? It wasn't bad. No, why would I hate you about that? Please tell our coach to stop being a racist. (laughs) It was a good match, though. I mean, I called this out to a couple weeks ago for this match to happen. I was like, "It's gonna happen. They're gonna fight each other. Mansoor is gonna win and kick Ali and beat Ali down." The only thing that didn't happen that a couple of the other people here called was that they were gonna get back together. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I think they're going to have a storyline where they're going to be feuding for a while. That's I what I want, think will happen. I want Ali back to where he was. That's what I want. And when it was supposed to I be think his, it'll happen if he's by himself. If he's with Mansoor, they're himself. not they're yeah, not going to no. have that if he's with Mansoor. They need to do their own thing separately so I, that I Mansoor can toughen up with all of that that's been said in his head and Ali could get back to where he was before that. Let's stuff. just put Mansoor where he belongs. 
Shelvin. NXT 2.0. He doesn't belong on the main roster. Uh, he doesn't belong on the main roster. He what has he done to be on the main roster? There are people that in NXT people have that should be in the main roster. should be on the main roster before him. That's but what I'm saying. I have something else I have to say. Mm-hmm. What has Dominic done before that he deserves to be on the main roster already? He should be in NXT 2.0. He no his, he's the father of the, he's a he's the, actually his father is Eddie Guerrero, but still his dad and his guy he calls his dad in Rey Mysterio. And I get it. What has he done? He's a name, though. That's the difference. That's the name. only thing. It's but Mansoor's not even a name in this country. He's a name over there. But over here, no one cares about Mansoor. No one's cheering for Mansoor. I Mansour. don't mind Mansoor. I'm not going to say I love him, but I, This is what I always say. Wrestling doll. What you love is what you pay for. Are you buying a Mansoor shirt? Maybe. I can't argue that because I don't, I don't know you all up to see your liar. <laughs> I don't believe you. We need more people, as they would say. That would but, be more believable. That, that's more believable than me buying a Roman Reigns shirt. Well, that's just a, that's just a god darn cotton picking shame, as my grandmother would say. Okay, because I got plenty of Roman shirts. The blood monster is one of the greatest shirts ever made. And I had to get this Wu-Tang Mysterio shirt because this shirt is pretty gosh darn hot. Okay? I fucking love Dominic Mysterio. And I love the fact that Dominic Mysterio is Dominic, Dominic Mysterio Jr. at Here's WrestleMania. the thing. I don't mind Dominic Mysterio. I know that. Mysterio, you were just making a point. <laughs> he needs to work his way up. But he's already better than Mansoor. Well, then in the ring, out. he's already. They get a match sword. together. Then I would like to see a match with them together. I would like to see that. I just, it's just to me, Mansoor it'd be, it'd be doesn't an show match. main roster. He's two hundred five written all over him. Now we know two hundred five doesn't mean anything. They had Odyssey Jones on there like this past week or something. Odyssey Jones is like three hundred twenty-five pounds. I don't get how he's on two hundred five. But my point is, he needs to go he somewhere that we're not going to see him. And next season, move up. But that's besides the point. Well, you know, Vince does what Vince wants to do, and unless we got a billion dollars, we don't get to choose what we want. I know. There have been so, a couple of people I would have chosen from NXT to come up to, to Raw or SmackDown instead of some of the ones they picked. Y'all, I saw the commercial Abby played. We talked about Hit Row. I think I am the only black person who likes Hit Row. Nobody I, like I know that likes Hit Row. I'm, I'm getting, my daughter and me are like the only ones that like I'm, Hit Row. I'm not big on Hit Row. Swerve, I saw him live, so I kind of like him because he's actually skilled and ready. The other mm-hmm. the two that are tag teams I don't really care for and. BFAB is not good, and she needs to go back into NXT and keep training. Well, Seth and The Fiend did have a finish. The Fiend, didn't he, like, burn up or some trash like that? Wait, I don't know. Wait. I have to watch, I have to yeah. watch that match. Where's Mummy? What? Taping? What taping? I guess they mean the live thing. I don't know. It was live. Of course. Hey, Charmaine, always a Grammy. I like that girl. Uh, who likes taping? Tape? Boy, get out of here. <laughs> Ding dong. Oh, who's wrong? She's saying I'm wrong. Okay, what part? What are you wrong on? I don't know. <laughs> She's not saying what. Sometimes we get late with the comments. We're like, man, what are you talking about, right? Well, she'll tell us in a second. But overall, what I like to do, Russ and Dolls, your first time with me, and thank you for joining me today as well. And I appreciate, you know, I joined you as well. Um, I like to give out belts as great, uh-huh. right? And I, you name the belt that you pick is a belt you have to relate to something, right? So like, okay. for instance, uh, for instance, I start. For this pay-per-view, I would give it, Four out of five Brock Lesnar undisputed championship titles belts. And here's why. It was, it was, it was, it had nothing to be compared to. It was crown jewel. It was unexpected. Like that title when it came was like, wow, here it's like they just smacked the, the world eagle and, and smashed it together. And that's how I like this title. And I thought this paper you delivered on so many things. Oh, you put it up there already. I'm saying, okay, yeah, Ray Mysterio's son. Um, I thought it delivered on so many things. It says hands down, this is one of the best reviews this company has had all year. There's there's all out. Right now, it means the one pay-per-view of the year. That's a lie. I'm lying. WrestleMania, then All Out. 
And then this crown jewel. I just that's how I call it. These are the best three. Those are the best three pay-per-views of the year. This is one of the best pay-per-views of the season that they pulled off. And Lord knows I didn't think it was gonna be good because they've had a history of having some horrible crown jewels and horrible Saudi Arabia pay-per-views. It's like the third one, I believe, fourth one, and the other ones were horrible. We go back to the debacle with Shawn Michaels and DX, the Undertaker and Goldberg. It's just been so many bad things that have happened in Saudi Arabia inside the ring. This night was not one of them. It was like a WrestleMania vibe on a Thursday. I mean, more daytime pay-per-views because I thought, and make them on Thursday because that's when I'm off, okay? But I thought this was a great pay-per-view to have in the middle of the day. I absolutely loved it. That's my title. Tristan Dahl, your, your, belt, your belt grades mean going to get up out of here. Okay, so from what I have seen, I'd probably give it four and a half out of five of, let me see. I'm trying to think of a ring that I really liked. Uh, from Bianca Belair, some uh, WrestleMania 37 victory. Mm, like it. Good pay-per-view, right? It was, it's not much to complain. And when I think as a wrestling fan, right, when there's not much to complain about, you know what's about to happen next, right? We're going to have all the other fans that hate everything WWE does. And complain. AEW and, fans. And I, and I say, are you, an, are you a wrestling fan or are you an AEW fan? Because there's a difference. I'm a wrestling fan. Don't exactly. need one of these companies pay Mike or unpopular review. We're going to say what we want, how we want, how we like, what we don't like. And it's that simple. This pay-per-view, whether you they like it. They couldn't AEW, pay me enough anyways. You, actually, you, you probably pay me enough to check. I got four kids. So um, <laughs> what I'm going to do for King Xavier, I'm going to go ahead and put on my crown because <laughs> I am the king of the uh, the uh, predictor. So, yep, this, this is mine. What on my birthday? Yep, you see that little shining gold thing right there? My wife got it for me. Yes, I'm the king, Woods, not you. So, yep. with that being said, to Wrestling Doll, we will catch you guys next time, y'all. This has been the Unpopper Review. I am Mike Knox. That is the Wrestling Doll. And we'll see y'all on the other side. If not, see you later. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>